0: It's an podcast. Old head Ed back at it again. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, another week, another guest, and this time around I've got Sean Todd DJ Preach. Uh, he's a producer of the hit podcast The Fish Tank Dolphins Tales from the Deep with a couple different uh, ex Dolphins players. Um, besides that, he's been known to spin some music at the uh, Storytellers events, uh, brought to you by Mike Pavlov and Button Poetry. Uh, with that. Uh, This this segment is sponsored by Button Poetry and Mike Pavlov, Ring the Bell Management. And it's Storytellers 9, October 26th, Miami Lakes. It's the Main Street Players Theater. Um, I'm doing this off the top. There has been some changes to the pot, to the lineup. I've mentioned it before. There was a couple different um, poets. There has been a change to the lineup, but it's still the dope show. You, everybody's come to know. Uh, you got Quick the poet, um, blues beats and alumni. He's hosting it as always. Um, you also got blues straight out of North Carolina blues, and then Carlos Robson. Robeson, he's gonna correct me the night I show up and I talk to him and try to get him on the show He's gonna be like yeah, you've been saying it wrong the whole time. But with that. I got the, the resident DJ DJ preach Sean, What's going on? What's good man? I'm fired up to be here I'm glad you're here, yeah, man And this is a this is a pretty cool experience because we've we've kind of crossed paths in the, at those events But I haven't actually gotten to know you we haven't so this is like new this is different
1: Yeah, yeah first time I ever met you. you know, yes, a really honor to. To get the uh, the invitation to join the, the oh, no hey listen I, I mean I always build this as the podcast that
0: really doesn't know anything but we like to share our opinion if the guest comes in and knows something. And they could yeah. bless the audience, the listening people out there. That's great. That works out just
1: lovely. That works out just lovely. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm probably the least cool guy you've had on your show. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to a few episodes. Just get an idea of the format. And okay. Yeah, but yeah, I'll give it my best. You know,
0: I haven't come up with a ranking system on that. Yeah, okay. So, I mean,
1: as long- <laughs>
0: <good>. <laughs> so we'll keep that off the table. But Sean, DJ Prish, yes. um, producer of a hip podcast. Um how, well, let's.
1: I I guess you started DJing first
0: before everything else.
1: DJing, you know, it's it's funny. the The DJing is really a side hustle. Okay, my uh my my main jobby job I'm the vice president of operations for the Jason Taylor Foundation. Okay. Um, worked with Jason and the executive director of the foundation, Seth Levitt, who is one of the co-hosts of the Fish Tank. Um, with O.J. McDuffie, and we worked together with the Dolphins. Seth and I actually worked for the Dolphins when Jason was drafted. Wow. So back in the day, yeah, so I worked for the Dolphins from 1994 through the 2000 season. Um, Went from there to FAU football. Okay. Howard Schnellenberger worked in – I ended up working Ah. in football operations for 20 years uh, before I just got – you know, worn out. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, quality of life for can imagine. for family man. I have a, a daughter who's now 14 and a wife who, thankfully, also works in athletics. She's the athletic director at Saint Thomas University. Okay, Shouts and to she her. just started football a few weeks ago. Really? They just got their they just got their first win this past weekend. So nice. shout out to them. Okay, and the and the Bobcats there, uh, but you know, so thankfully, you know, having a, a wife who works in sports, she gets it. And, mm. and, it's just I couldn't imagine right now if we were both working in football how crazy our schedule would be. Yeah. We'd never see our daughter oh, right now. So it's like bizarro world right now. We've She'd passed. have to get a job. She would have to get a job <laughs> in sports <She> would <laughs> just, <laughs> play, just to just be around us a little Mom bit. A little <laughs> bit. She keeps us busy and you know. Um, but uh, you know, working in football got you know the quality of life is such a grind. You know, yeah. you're away so much. And felt like um, like the third time I got moved along, I was like, yeah, I got to do something different." Yeah, you know? it's just uh, it's heartbreaking. You build bonds with um, with the, the staff and players become your family. because okay. you're spending so much time with them. Yeah, and uh, you know it's just heartbreaking every time you uh, you get moved along. You know, coaching change or you don't get along with the new coach, whatever the case is. Yeah. And um, so, the opportunity came up with the foundation. Seth had been trying to hire me for years. Really. Um, I just didn't have football out of my system at the time okay but um uh it just worked out that in um 2014 there uh, the foundation's then director of operations was transitioning out she was interested in going back to school to get her master's degree she wanted to work in higher education uh student affairs which she does now jackie Mm pyre shout out to peasy and um and so i got hired on and it's been great ever since you know just it's, it's it's really been a long time since i really felt appreciated for the the, the skill set that you bring to the table okay you know you don't hear anything unless something goes wrong and then it's the opposite yeah. op- op- guy's fault so <laughs> yeah uh, so we do that but uh, you know through my experience with the foundation and some of our programming most notably our our poetry network the, the uh, Amari Hardwick Blue Apple Poetry Network, uh, which is how we got connected with Pavlov in the first place. Um, You know, we have open mics, so out of pretty much necessity, you know, I just kind of started playing records. And Uh. and, uh, I, you know, for me it's not... It's just I just like to play music that I like, you know, okay. and I think I like to see, look around at the room and see, see people the bouncing, mm-hmm. and, and I like to get everybody fi- fi- fired up and feeling good and set a chill vibe, and and, uh, and that's where it kind of started, and people liked it, and people would come up and want to hire me for private events, and, <laughs> it just kind of evolved, and this all started like in 2015, wow. so, uh, you know, back in the day when I was in high school, I used to, I used to you know pal around with a couple of guys or DJs that's in the back in the day when you're, you're you know lugging crates around crates of, yeah. of LPs yeah and uh, now everything's you know you've a got a disc or programming a drive. Songs and a little external drive yeah and, and Serato you know, and all that That's unbelievable yeah it's so yeah nice so change. I invested in the in the equipment okay and you know I'm not I'm not gonna get rich off of it but you know just enjoy I enjoy playing music enjoy making People feel good, enjoy setting the vibe. Yeah, and and, seeing the reaction. You kind of have a feel for it. That's
0: that's cool. You said you were from 94, you did the Dolphins from 94, and uh, that's that's a pretty long span up until 2000. 2000 season, yeah. Alright, so um, rattle off the names of the stadiums that it went through. (laughs) Oh my god, Because I remember.
1: I was prepared for coaches' names, but stadium names. (laughs) So there was uh, Joe Robbie. Yeah. Which I don't know if it was actually Joe Robbie when I was there, but obviously there was Joe Robbie first. I think, um, <laughs> pro player pro, was pro player was right from after Joe that. Robbie. Yeah. Then I think Dolphin Stadium, mm-hmm. uh, and then Dolphins Stadium. <laughs> yeah. They, this I know was, for a minute they had. Um, I know they had Land Shark. They had then- Land Shark. They had uh, – DHL a, was up there for something. I don't even know if that was DHL Field. Yeah. I doubt it was a stadium. But was there I a
0: Sunfest? Did. I think – no,
1: that's – Sun – SunTrust? Sun – Sun – Sun Bank. Sun Sun Bank Stadium. Was. Something like that.
0: Needless to say, that's a yeah. long – I mean, a long time there and going through, like you names. said, going through meeting the staff, players, getting to know coaches, yeah. and then having, you know, different names. Um, yeah, you could build the – you could build the bond yeah. there for sure.
1: It was – it was – it was cool. I mean, I – my – my, my – I think my first full year of internship was my second year with the Dolphins. Okay. And that was Don Shula's last year. All right. So Don Shula, Jimmy Johnson, and then you know when they hired Dave Wanstead yes, to take over the for the I mayor, mean, kind of. Yeah, he was kind of. He's uh, kind of like the coach, the original coach in waiting. Okay. And then Jimmy, you know, he lost one of his parents, and it was really kind of a. Oh, wow. uh, an emotional time for him, and he yeah. just decided that. Uh, you know, it really kind of, I think, put him in touch with his mortality and wanted to spend the remaining time with his remaining parents and, yeah. and uh, you know, he's in, in he the Keys, a the a tavernier, tavernier Island, okay. I think is where he is. He was, actually, funny story about him, we we were down there, he invited the entire organization down to his house for a party okay. one time, and, um, you know, buses from the facility, everything, really? yeah, everything, <laughs> and, uh so we get down there and we're you know partying up and everything. He comes out and announces that you know early in the day with a civil ceremony, he and his longtime girlfriend um, Rhonda had gotten married that day. Okay. So we were actually at his wedding wow. reception. Yeah, wow. it was pretty pretty wild night. Pretty, Man, that's pretty something fun. else. That yeah. is
0: something. It's funny because uh, I think it was a couple of days ago. I was driving north on uh, no, matter of fact, it was yesterday. I was driving north on the turnpike going to Atlantic and uh i come across this truck that's hauling something i'm like what is that it's a sign i can and it's like a sign for one, it's like Jimmy
1: Johnson's, um... Big Chill? Big Chill! Yeah, yeah. and then it, I was like, yeah, where's that going? Yeah. So it was, it was crazy. That's man. a spot down in the Keys, yeah. Yeah, that is I nuts. think that's an Isla Mirada. I think Big okay. Chill, I think is Isla Okay,
0: okay. I'm not real familiar with the Keys, I've I've actually never been to the southernmost point of Florida. Oh, wow. I guess I got to put that on the list. Yeah, you know, got get to. Get out I mean, there sometime. You got to
1: pick, pick the right time. Really? Oh yeah, because yeah. the weather gets a little better. You know, but there's no better time than, than winter, or is it, what is it called, Fantasy Fest. I hear, I hear. I, <laughs> I've never been down. I've seen the, I've seen <laughs> the <laughs> pictures. You know. Hey, you know. You've seen okay, the results of it, yeah. but yeah, it's,
0: it's I mean, different. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, so um, you found yourself in a situation where you already like music anyway. You appreciated music, and then uh, somebody said, "Hey, you want to play some music?" And then yeah. it worked out. People started going by osmosis. I guess people were like, "Hey, you want to play music at this and place?"
1: I'd have some. Uh, a mom or dad would come up to me and say, "Hey, I'm having a 50th birthday party. You want to come and you know play wow. some music?" And like yeah I mean I'll make it work you know it's and uh, it's it's just a lot of fun you know i really take a lot of pride in it I really like to I'm kind of a pleaser so yeah I like to play what the people want to hear I Mm -hmm. try to stay current okay it's it's really done a, a good job of getting me back in touch with the young people which is great because so much of our program revolves around but with our with the foundation youth yeah our foundation the mission is you know specifically for the the youth yeah. underserved youth of south florida so yeah. it's um it's really gotten me younger you know yeah. feeling younger yeah. you know trying to stay on top i mean i'm listening to you know hip hop you know today's okay. hot yeah. hip-hop yeah. On, yeah. which is on hot. hits and you know y100 you know all the all the the great stations and you know, I think my yeah, daughter just, just rolls her eyes. Just and building whatever. the catalog, she, so she, yeah, just, you're she's still in boy band status, and I'm like, <laughs> she just, she just, some doesn't things never change. Did, I yeah. know. that's cool. Yeah, and, and speaking of underprivileged
0: um, youth, and I've I've been to a couple of these um, the uh, the competitions. Um, Lotter than a bomb. bomb. That's what it is. Lotter than a bomb. Usually in April sometime at the uh, Nova Southeastern. I think it's like the Miniachi Theater. Yeah, that's right.
1: And they have it.
0: They have it there. And and it's crazy you mentioned it where it's like these there's youth that they have this this skill, this talent, and who knows how much of it doesn't go untapped until they find themselves in a situation where they could benefit from a foundation like Jason Taylor's. Yeah. Um and I and I'm impressed. Like I think the first year I went, um I sat there. And I thought to myself, uh, bro, the future's gonna be alright. Like, you think, you see the youth nowadays, yeah. you listen to the music nowadays of the youth, and you think, ah, oh, we're screwed. Like, where are they it's,
1: going? It's the but they go up
0: there, and these kids go up there, and they'll speak on matters where it's like, there's full-grown adults that won't feel comfortable sharing that with someone who they consider the closest person. Yeah. And they get up there, and they let it all go. It's just wild.
1: I think that's the most powerful aspect of it, because one of the things that we say is like, all you have to do is get someone into the room, mm-hmm. and the, the poetry sells itself.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. it's
1: it's such an empowering move. I mean, that's that's one of the legs or one of the pillars of our mission uh, is to is a youth empowerment, and to it's one thing for us to provide the platform for them to come up and speak their truth. Yeah, um, and to share it with people and kind of you know it's empowering to the to the student to be able to do that yeah. but then the other side of it is is fostering the type of environment that where they feel safe sharing that information since where they can figure out a colorful way of expressing it where it's not so raw yeah and in some cases raw is raw and, yeah, and it that's calls for it. like you can't avoid but it. you can't you know you can't. You can put a coat of paint on a pile of shit. It's still gonna be a pile of shit, you know. Sure. But they, uh, you know, they really, you know, are artistic yeah. and wordplay. It's just, it's just Yeah, really so I've always that The subject age. matter is one thing, but the 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 way they elevate to this and, and and are strong enough to get up there and share these. You know, we're talking about. Kids who've dealt with loss of a parent, mm-hmm. with sexual abuse, yeah. with just a homelessness, yeah. drug addiction, any violence in the of yeah. yeah. and for them to be up there and, and share it with literally a, a room full strangers. of strangers of strangers is yeah. testament to their to their courage. It is. It is
0: definitely definitely. I'm gonna switch gears here real quick okay. and uh, touch on um, uh, something that I've started within the last year. And it was a pleasure to know that you've been involved with podcasting. Yeah, uh, you produced the uh, the Fish Tank. Um, what's that like? Well, how did you how did you find yourself in a position where you produce? Because so, I, I wonder if it's the same story you know, as you DJing.
1: You know, so it's you know again, it was a, it's really a unique circumstance. You know, Seth uh, used to work in PR with the Dolphins. Okay. Uh, for years and years, so his his perspective is so unique uh, to having. Um, you know these personal relationships with so many former dolphins yeah. um, and staff members, and you know a you know a really close, friendly not just a, a business relationship but mm-hmm. a close personal friend relationship yeah. with O.J. McDuffie, who also has the broadcasting chops. You know he's uh, he's been on on air and he's he's no stranger to to public relations from you know being behind the microphone yeah um but you know have the opportunity to come in and share this unique perspective i mean we're not an x's and o's type of a podcast you okay. know there's tons of guys that, <laughs> that do cover it so that. much you know, yeah you know we got the five uh, you know there's so many even on the on the five reasons sports on, uh, network okay. that that we are on currently, um, and they they talk about the X's and O's. They talk about the current guys. They talk about the draft picks. They talk about the current state of the team. But yeah. you know, that's not us. You know, we just we, we want to talk about. You know locker rooms, and we talking about the yeah, plane trips. The so we want to talk about it's the like fun gems, stories like the, hidden, and, the hidden. Yeah, yeah. you know, the, you know, dudes that get after it, and you know, <laughs> start throwing hands and on the pool deck because you know somebody <laughs> did you know wrong. You know, yeah. it's 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 more of that. You know, it's it's really behind the scenes stuff. It's you know, it's former. It's not only former players. We had former staff members. I Okay. Think. Yeah. T- just today we uh, released. Um, we dropped Bobby Monica's episode. Bobby Monica was a long time. Uh, character in the in the Dolphins organization he was an equipment manager uh, but he's he, he, you know he's been uh, I want to say he was a part of the Ace Ventura movie Wow he, uh, he co- collects a check from the Miami from his he, he did some act some bit acting on okay. uh, Miami Vice back in the day wow. you know so he was in the right place yeah. at the right time yeah. he's got so many stories and his episodes so equipment manager dropped uh, Tony Egway is another equipment manager. Stu Weinstein who was the team investigator and security guy for decades until just recently Talk he, he retired. Yeah, He's the guy that knows where all the bodies are buried. You yeah. know? So if there's one guy who knows <laughs> everything it's Stu best Weinstein and, and we're fortunate enough that he lets you know a few of those you know oh, a you know, few of those stories out okay um, you know obviously he could write a book and be a best- bestseller, seller but um, you know, he's obviously understands the sensitivity of a lot of the knowledge yeah. that he has, yeah. and, and you know, and we're very sensitive to that as well. And we never want someone to overshare. We never want to put um, anybody in any kind of situation. So it's it's a mutual. It's a it's a situation of mutual respect. Mm-hmm. But we just tell the fun stories, man. You know, we just—it's uh, a lot of laughs. My wife, every time she comes home, she's like listens to the podcast. She, yeah. she doesn't even know the people; she has heard the names over the years. And yeah. and she comes home and says, like, "Oh man, I'm learning. I'm learning so much about you know the you know just even how to deal with people. You know, yeah. from, she's an athletic director at Saint okay. Thomas University, and uh, she just you know she's gets gets professional you know tips from you know just the Well, way she can apply. apply. Yeah. Just off of just hearing yeah. stories, it's, it's a blast to hear wow. and getting constant feedback from people. It's 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 just been a lot of fun. Okay. And I don't do a lot of talking on uh, yeah. on the podcast. You just hear me laughing in the in the background <laughs> most of the time. You know, I'll pipe in a little bit if I'm comfortable with the guests and I've have, have a personal relationship. Uh, I left in 2000 season, so there's a you Is know there's 19 years of people of yeah. that I haven't I don't have a personal relationship mm-hmm. with. But um, you know Seth. You know, even though he stopped working in 2004 when Jason hired him away to, to start running his foundation, yeah. um, you know, because of that unique circumstance, now he's in Jason's foundation, and he's been working with them to do, uh, you know, appearances and special events and. You know, things like that. So, he's got that personal relationship yeah. with those guys that I don't. And of course, OJ knows them all. And he's yeah. he's one of the biggest diehard Dolphin fans there are. So, nice. he, um, you know, he's he bleeds aquan yeah. arms. It's so much fun to see that. Uh, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Speaking
0: yeah. of old Dolphins, um <clears throat> I remember a couple times within the last year or so, I'm at the barbershop getting a haircut. <clears throat> and uh either sitting next to me or, when I, you know... The guy that cuts my hair, the guy next to him, once in a while he was already sitting there or he'd show up afterwards and I was like, this guy looks familiar. And it was Lewis Oliver.
1: Okay.
0: And I'm like, he looks so familiar and it's not until like, you know, of course, I don't I don't know him. I don't yeah. you know. But I asked the barbers after he leaves, I'm like, is that, is that Lewis Oliver? He's like,
1: yeah, that's him. He's a and big dude. Isn't he? he is. He looks like and he can still lace him up. Uh, Lewis came in. He was on our podcast. Nice. So if, yeah. If you've met him and talked to him, you might want to listen to that episode. It's okay. a lot of fun. He talks about. Mark Higgs and, and you know so he had, he told some really funny stories. He really got into it and and, and had some fun talking about the the fashion police they had on the plane. But yeah, so 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 Lewis is um he was at he was there probably he was close to the end of his career when I started with the Dolphins. Okay, um but we we did work together so. Um, you know, that, but I didn't have as much of a relationship with him because yeah. he was kind of on the, the end of his time with the Dolphins. Yeah. But, yeah, so really good, really good. guy. And he, But he is, like, super um, – he's always been um, – had his mind on the next thing up. So, okay. you know, even when he was with the Dolphins, he was doing, you know – Club promotions and stuff like that. Yeah, he still does it now. Of course, he also does real estate and a couple other okay. things. so these guys uh, really diversify. But um, you know, to see guys take care of themselves, I know I talk about in the in the pros. It's one thing because these guys are getting paid millions of dollars. Yeah. And, and their job is to make maintain their bodies. And, yes, you know. But I, I even get more impressed by the college kids. You know, because very few of those guys are. You know. You know, proportionately speaking, there's not many that are going to go go to the pros. Correct. You know, when they finish their time, even if they're D1, you know, you know from especially when I was at FAU, to see guys that were offensive linemen to come back a couple years later and they're, you know, they've lost, you know, they they trend down, you know, because you have to keep your weight up as yeah. an offensive lineman, probably more so than any other position where you I have imagine. to transform your body. Um, but they, you know, they trim down, and uh, you know, so they not only do they not have the the heft, but yeah. you know, they they've they've become yeah. leaner. Yeah, uh, and it, just the way that they transform their bodies, it's 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 really admirable for me to see him be able to do that because you know it's so easy it would be so easy to just keep doing what you're doing and just let yourself go and for sure you know by the time you're 35 you got you have knee replacement and hip replacement and all that yeah but these guys it's like it's, yeah it's a physical
0: it's it's the physically tasking job yeah. in it, or the hands a lot of times you get the hands where
1: yeah. oh some they, of the old the old school guys mm, you know the chuck benaric you see those the, pictures of his hands, hands all, and all knuckles they, and oh. yeah
0: you can't tell which way they're yeah. pointing it's, it's, it's just but so, it's, it's a love that they have that's for sure you gotta is, respect that that. Com-
1: that competitive nature and the, the sense of the, the, the team team goals where they don't want to let the team down like Ronnie Locke cut his finger yes. off yep you know, yeah. so we can go back in and play, and play. because you know not want to lose team now. Yeah, there was
0: somebody who had a finger was broken, but it stayed inside the glove, and they're like, "All right, well, we'll figure it out later." Yeah, and like I'll just keep the glove on, just wrap it up. That's yeah. that's why. up and
1: mobilize it, but you know,
0: talk about talk about the, um, training the mind to go past the physical.
1: Yeah, that's you know. that's long overdue. I mean, it takes it it takes a. a different kind of person to, to really be a coachable football player yeah. and to go out there and i mean when they say that someone will run through a wall for you those jokers will run yeah. through a wall for the you. And it's just yeah it is just you know mind over matter mm-hmm. it's mind over matter and they don't you know feel the pain until because there's so much adrenaline yeah in the game so but it's waiting for them on the other side. Yeah. It's just it's that It's waiting point. for them on the other side of the locker room door <laughs> yeah, exactly. or, when they, or the, when they walk through the threshold of their house and when everything settles down, yep. or wake up on that Monday morning after mm-hmm. like bashing heads for you know for three hours, three and a half hours on Sunday, exactly. You know, and then they can't move, and but and they then, won't trade it
0: for the world. It's like they'll go no, right back to it.
1: No, it's, I mean, it, it, people just get addicted to the, to the rush, the yeah. game day. Yeah. You know, I we had we also had Zach Thomas, another okay. Dolphins great. He came in. He just he even came out and said, "Look, I can't, I just can't be around it because I miss it so mm. much." You know, so he keeps a low profile. He's still here in South Florida. Okay. He never really here. He does appearances here and there, but uh you know, does some some property management, some real estate, and mm. he just has a hard time going back and visiting the Dolphins because, you know, he just yeah. misses it, man. It's just yeah. he was such a Cerebral football player, and it's like no one would be more prepared than him. I mean, the fact that uh, who's the it was the guy that uh, Kevin Muali, who just got inducted into the Hall of Fame, okay, never was a teammate of, of Zach's. But and he, shouts him out that, in his induction it. speech about the most competitive Damn, guy, the most prepared guy, the person that says that he, something he, uh, you know, that he respected most about competing against because yeah. he was always so, so prepared. Wow. So. Yeah. Wow. Fired up about him and Richmond hopefully getting a chance to get into the uh, Hall, Hall fame of Fame next yeah. year. Yeah. When I think for, and they're doing a one-time deal where they're thinking about expanding the number of inductees. Oh, really? Okay. Because there's a, such a backlog.
0: Yeah. Oh, guys. yeah. Yeah, easily, so. easily. There's plenty of people who should be in there. What um, <clears throat> does that leave us? Well, okay. So we covered, we covered a lot. There's it seems like there's story upon story. Um, guys, if you want to hear stories, if you're a fish fan, if you're a fins fan, if you just like good stories, uh, you don't have to necessarily be a dolphins fan. But it helps if you're a dolphins fan. You might be able to place the face with the name and whatnot. But um, the fish tank is the podcast, to yeah, go to it.
1: especially you know we we find that our sweet spot are those those fans that have been fans back since the Dan Marino era yeah and have just missed that success of the recent years so people that are nostalgic uh, for those times when the Dolphins had the offensive and defensive success of the Jason Taylors and the Dan Marinos um yeah so you know if you're if you are commiserating with your other Dolphins fans in the current situation (laughs) you know feel free to check us out you'll have a lot of fun I promise
0: Dope, dope. So we covered it.
1: The Fish Tank, the podcast. Um, do you guys drop on a weekly basis? How often? Do we drop uh, during the football season. So it's from the start of camp through the end of the season, we drop on a weekly basis. And uh, and then uh, it's bi-weekly, um, during the off season. Dur- bi-weekly. During the off-season? Bi-weekly during the off-season as long as we can sustain it. Okay. And, yeah. Cool. And where can they find it? Everywhere? Um, uh, yeah, all the streaming platforms, um, iTunes, yeah. Dope. It's the Fish Tank 81. Is Fish on, on social media.
0: Excellent, excellent. Y'all heard it. I got Sean, DJ Preach in the house, producer of the Hit Podcast. Um, and uh, I think we got all the official business out of the way. I did forget to mention at the, at the offset um, the uh, poetry show, The Storytellers Nine. It is in Miami Lakes. You get your tickets at eventbrite.com. Um, make sure you go out there, support the spoken arts. You're not gonna be disappointed. Um, to, take, to take some from uh, a, a quote from uh, Quick the Poet is like, this is a night where you can go out there, enjoy people, enjoy the art, um, and get to know these people. You actually get to sit there and talk and tell them how you felt or how they made you feel with their pieces and whatnot. So now that we got all the official business done out the way, we get into the other segments. This is where, um, where we get to know DJ Preacher's appreciation for beer, music, and food, so stay with us, old head Ed. I got DJ Preach in the house
1: with me. I'm feeling adventurous. Maybe I'll try something new about a logger or porter, pilsner, Belgian, or stout.
0: Bruise beats and Easter podcast. Old head Ed still got DJ Preach with me. Sean Todd in the house. Um, we, we we handled all the official business. You know, while we were still yeah. of, uh, of uh, a solid mind state. <laughs> and now we get into the, the business, the fun business, the business of fun. Um, this segment is the brew segment. Most of you know, this is where I have my guests sample four different beers. Um, they take some time, they taste them, let me know what they think. Sometimes share some stories and, uh, and at the end we get them to rank them. Um, so that's where we're at.
1: Sean, a big beer drinker? Big beer drinker, probably don't have a lot of EBM, hashtag #ebms. Okay, okay. Um, dope. But uh, I, uh, you know, I, you know, yeah, it was. A, I was a late bloomer when it came to drinking beer. Really? Yeah, late bloomer when it comes. Now, you know, I've gone into phases. Um, there's been times when my go-to was Jim Beam or liquor. All right. Not right lately. Beer. Beer is okay. kind of my go-to now.
0: So I've noticed yeah. that the older I get. Um, I don't find myself drinking too much liquor, and it's probably because of the recovery time around yeah. it. Uh, I rather enjoy a beer, and I, even the beers I don't. It's not like back in the day where you say like, "Hey, we're gonna get this yeah. 24," <laughs> and, and within between Friday evening after work into sometimes Saturday, yeah. these should be gone, yeah. you know. And yeah. it's it's rough, so I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you for shifting yeah. gears there from Jim Beans to beer. Yeah. Um, the first one I'm gonna have you try is the uh, Sierra Nevada uh, Pale Ale. It's okay. from the Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Whenever you're ready, you can go oh, ahead sure. and fire it off. Um, it's an American Pale Ale. Clocks in at 5.6 ABV. Okay. Uh, it's brewed in California and it's found year round. Um, let me know what you think of that one.
1: I like the citrusy. Okay. It's got some citrusy tones to it. Okay. It's nice. Um,
0: I know a lot of times these beers, I. I've spoken to people that like, yeah. There's situations, there's there's places and times where I could see myself enjoying this beer. Yeah, I like it.
1: It's it's nice. It's smooth. I don't know all the the beer terminology, but yeah, do I? It, it tastes it, <laughs> it tastes really good. I like again a grapefruit. I think a, yeah, it a little
0: grapefruit. Yeah, you'll get a heavy note of citrus in there when it comes to the pale ales, yeah. and uh, the Indian pale is a little more yeah. hoppy. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely uh, Sierra Nevada that that caught my attention i was like ah, yeah, you know pick one of these up i um the pale ale that i usually drink that i enjoy drinking and there's not a lot of them it's um it's going back with the the dolphins thing um boat campers oh okay. they have he has his own pale ale that you can find it at the Bo campers locations and um nice. i was always hesitant because i, I didn't I, i'm not a big fan of ipas i have said before there's probably about four or five of them that i could drink and enjoy um and there's a there's a ton of IPAs, everybody makes an IPA, yeah. but there's very few that I enjoy. So I was little heading like pale ale, I don't have to try it and then one day I was like, ah oh, I'll just try it, you know? And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Bose Pale Ale. For those of you who are in the South Florida area and whatnot. Definitely Bose Pale Ale. Bam, yeah. okay. It was nice. You like that one. I yeah. can tell you like yeah. that one. Yeah. That one didn't stand a chance again. <laughs> 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 With that, we're gonna get into the next one. This is the Salt Life Lager. It's brewed by Red Light, Red Light. And okay. I, I said that twice on purpose because it's actually called Red Light, Red, Red Light.
1: Red Light, Red Light bro Yeah, like I guess
0: one, two, three, I don't know.
1: But, salt uh, Life, everybody loves a Salt Life.
0: That's true, you know what? It's crazy because the um, the stickers are everywhere. Well, I I, I guess that that's kind of tapered off a little bit but for a while there was like everybody had a Salt Life sticker on their yeah. window or whatnot. Oh, shirt. I, yeah, or, yeah. And uh and that, was, that always, uh, I don't know if there's any relation but uh, between the beer and the stickers but Salt life is salt life. Whether it's beach. Uh,
1: yeah. I, I saw some really good memes from the last storm. Yeah. Like, oh, really? Yeah, some memes from the storm. It's like, if anybody, if, if any of you are evacuating for this storm, then you're stripped of your. You know, a salt, your life salt life. License. Yeah, don't, don't, don't have the salt life. Shirt, you can't. It's not about that life. life. No, yeah, exactly. You cannot you gotta be a ride or die. That's if you're what not saying. ride or die with South Florida when one is a near miss. <laughs> Yeah. No salt life for you. It makes all the sense in the world.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Uh, that was a 4.5 ABV. It's brewed here in Florida. It's rotating. Um, that doesn't mean that the, bin, the, the beer spins itself. It's just rotating. It they, they pops up every once in a while. Um, what would you yeah. think of that
1: one? It's. Um, I don't like it as much as the pale ale. Okay. Uh, it's a little earthy. A okay. Little earth, earthy fav- flavor for me. I don't know what the real definition for that would be if I was a true beer connoisseur yeah um trying to pick up some tones i don't really um pick up anything notably like the grapefruit in yeah, the first the, one yeah okay but you know it's 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 pretty mild not hoppy okay yeah i like a little hoppy i, I mentioned my one of my favorite beers is the magic hat number no. nine yes. i do are familiar with it yeah that one's, that one's good too. I like that one because it has a little bit of a hop, but
0: it's kind of, it's a hybrid. I, I yeah. think I had someone else sample it and it's not an overbearing, your overbearing hoppiness, but it has a little, enough in there for you to realize, okay, this is, it's got some hops in it, mm-hmm. but it's got other tones in there too, which is pretty good. Makes it makes it drinkable for me, and, yeah. and for my taste. I kind of
1: got onto that one by accident. My, uh, I was up at, I was actually in an open mic up in St. Lucie oh and and I was looking for something similar to like a, a dogfish head ninety minute. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with yeah. that, with that brewery, they're the but uh, they're from kind of my where I'm from in Delaware. Okay. And uh, you're like the second person I've met from Delaware. There's not a lot yeah. of people
0: that you encounter on a daily basis yeah, from, Delaware, from Delaware. But yeah.
1: So they're I think they are. What do they call it there? I don't even know the, the area, but it's it's close to Rehoboth Beach, the southern Delaware. Okay. Um, but they're. Yeah, I actually visited their brewery a couple years ago when I was home. It's really interesting. The one beer that, uh, also an IPA, that
0: uh, I've, I've had one guest sample. She fell in love with it. She's an IPA drinker. And I just happened to grab uh, the beer. It was like one of the last ones that they had. They You know, you mix and match, you do the mix and match mm-hmm. thing. And it was a dogfish head. I had picked up one earlier. Put that one back down, and then I grabbed this one that was called the Indian Brown, and it was a mix of an IPA. Um, uh, it was like a malt. It, it, it tasted nothing like an IPA mm-hmm. to me. It was, it was re- and it was really good. I really enjoyed and you it. You
1: liked it, huh?
0: I liked it, and but you never saw it again. And um, wow, I, I was I'm, I'm on Untapped, which is an app that kind of keep that logs your beers that you have and the places okay. you have it. You Got get it. badges and whatnot. Um, it's like an adult game, I guess. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I, a friend of a friend of mine is unbelievable. We went to the uh, Dr. Todd Rodman, who was a chiropractor up in in Boca. Okay. He uh, he's actually the person who brought the idea of the the wiffle ball tournament. Uh, okay. The Jason Taylor Foundation is called Wiffle Blast. Coming up in January, it's our fourth annual. Um, but he we went to the Funky Buddha. Um, what, what is Joker it called? It? It, no, it was the uh, the, the Maple Bacon Porter Festival. Yes.
0: Maple Bacon
1: Coffee Porter. Yes, that's yeah. a Mabel the Maple Bacon Coffee which Porter, which is the beer
0: that built uh, Funky Buddha. That's the yeah. one that put them on the map.
1: It's yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, <clears> when you taste it, you're like you can take that apart when you're tasting it. Yeah. Thick and his buddy similar to you tracks all that stuff and okay. is like super knowledgeable about all the beer stuff and i'm just That's where we did it. Like, dude, i just like the way it makes me feel after i had like 4 <laughs> or 5 exactly. I mean, I'm exactly. good. I'm good. Write this but down. He's like he was explaining like now just drink a little bit of this and we were at the festival with in our in our wiffle blast. Booth. Okay. And he was like, T- drink a little of this. And then, similar to what your guy said, your most recent guest that just dropped today. Oh, Keyshawn. Yes. Yeah, Keyshawn. You know, as the temperature changes in the beer, it's going to, the flavor is going to change. Change as well. So every, you know, I would take a sip and I'm like, okay, so I taste the, the coffee. And then I let it sit there for a little while and I wow. Like, Oh wow, there's the there's the there's the bacon and then, <laughs> you know and then of course it could've just been the beer. I don't know. But uh yeah, but I and then I, you know, I taste it and, and there's the, you know, the, the maple. maple you the know, maple. it's unbelievable how the temperature, it's like each one yeah. of, each one of those flavors has a little di- different temperature zone. Yeah. And it was really, it was really so cool. So there's, there's technically levels to the, the beer. Yeah, I never really broke down, down my beer drinking as much as I did that day, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was pretty cool to get those samples, Sam. No, nice. that's, that's great. It's a good day. Uh,
0: the one that I, the one that I really enjoy, uh, that's become a, a recent favorite of mine from the Funky Buddhas. is when you're mentioning tasting these flavors and. Um, picking up each one in the beer, is there no crusts? It's a peanut be butter a and jelly.
1: Yeah. That is something. I haven't tried. Had I tried that one? I don't know if I have tried it, but it is unbelievable. Yeah, I. There was some folks. It's unbelievable the stuff that they have. Yeah. Uh, the uh, I can't even remember now. I took like shortly after that, I took my buddy there. Um, you know, he was in town for a conference, and I, you know, took him there for lunch and a couple beers. And okay. He, and i can't remember exactly the beers we had you know beer <laughs> beer beer, <laughs> beer had got that in, effect. beer got in the way beer's not uh, good for the memory yeah but yeah i remember them telling me about that one and it was like maybe we did get that one um but it was yeah it was pretty amazing you know what they can do yeah beer. and and, I, and typically i i you could
0: experiment and try things out um but for it to come out that good, like you know, yeah. that they're they're trying, they're just throwing ideas around, I imagine. Yeah. And but for it to come
1: out as good as it is, and I was it's like, like, not even close. And it, then you have yeah. to brew it and make it taste like that. Yeah. Like, what do we put in here to make it taste like peanut butter and jelly? Peanut butter and jelly. That we can actually boil all or yeah. put in the mash or whatever it yeah, is that and they, they it do. Yeah. Let it ferment and it's gonna.
0: Uh, I don't know if you guys are noticing, there's a lot going on in the the background. (laughs) I I slipped up. I typically have the pretzel chips ready to go to cleanse the the palate. palate. (laughs) To cleanse the palate. Get you ready for the next beer. So I was like, oh, it just dawned on me. It was sitting right in front of me. I never opened up the bag. So now now Sean has something to snack on while we do this, (laughs) while we talk. Yeah, snacking is good. (laughs) And that also becomes a little bit of a challenge. You're, You're cleansing the palate, but at the same time, then you try to talk pretzel chips But it's all part alright We gotta rehydrate now Yes exactly yeah. Exactly It'll wash yeah. it down So with that We're gonna get into Our third beer This is from the uh, Sweetwater uh, Brewing Company This is their uh, Sweetwater 420 strain It's a G13 IPA Now if you're no not idea. familiar With the G13 is Neither am I but the first thing that comes to mind when the 420, I, think, I get the 420, well, the 420, yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah. self-explanatory. Like, like, am I gonna test positive for this? <laughs> yeah. That's self-explanatory. But G13, the first thing I think of is um, uh, Rush Hour when uh, <laughs> when uh, Chris Tucker goes in and he wants to help out with the whole situation with the missing cons- the consulate's missing daughter, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, what's that?" Like, they asked, he asked a question, he was like, you can't know about that. Why? Because it's G14 classified. <laughs> so, <laughs> G13 may not have a relation, but that's the first thing that popped into my head. And that's what we do. We just... Yeah. We that's just not a cigarette, that's sick weed. Cigar weed? Yeah, weed. Yeah. You still smoking this? <laughs> <laughs> so, which
1: one of y'all me? Yeah, which one of y'all kicking? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, classic lines. Oh, wow, classic. I can smell it already, it's awesome.
0: So, so yeah, good. so Sweetwater Brewing Company, sorry to interrupt, uh, is an American IPA. We're going up a notch here. We're at 6% ABV, brewed in Georgia, and it's also rotating. Um, go ahead and I'll let you, wow. let you enjoy that for a second and let me know where All that right, takes
1: so you. This one, so I, this is crazy. Like, again, I, I'm getting floral tones in this one, yeah. so. This yeah, one for, is... Yeah,
0: I can tell. They're plant-based, <laughs> it's a plant-based <laughs> yeah, beer. Yeah, plant-based
1: beer. <laughs> So it's like I'm smelling, I'm tasting um, marigolds. Okay. You know, those, the yellow, yeah. red flowers. Yeah. That's what I'm tasting. The smell of marigolds. Yeah. Wow. Which I haven't smelled in a long time, but they say well, that it, the, the sense of smell takes you back to. Yeah. You know, they were big, in yeah. my my grandmother was a huge green thumb, and really? had lots of plants. In Delaware. And was, she was actually in Maryland, which just over Maryland, the border. Okay. Uh, we could go there on the weekend easily, 30 minutes away. Nice. But, yeah, so that's what I'm tasting is, like, the smell of marigolds wow. right now. It's pretty crazy. It's crazy
0: what the senses do, too. Yeah. It's,
1: and I guess that that's a, that
0: goes towards nice, the argument though. that a beer is a multi-sensory uh, experience. Yeah. I have people who actually listen to their beer.
1: I, yeah. I, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not my gig, no, but, yeah. you know, hey, power to you. If you can do that you can hear something good, you know. <laughs> It, something to do with carbonation. Kind of way, Sh- shouts to you, Ralph. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: That, see, that was crickets. That was <laughs> yeah, somebody's phone. Yeah, that, that was, that was somebody not somebody else. That was not it the was, beer. It, 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 wasn't beer. <laughs> it wasn't my It was my marigold <laughs> yeah. beer. Yeah. Um.
1: So that's marigold. Nice marigold beer. That's what I taste. I mean, I, it's, yeah. it's funny. I it would be interesting to know what it exactly. If they have like the marigold beer. hops
0: in there or something like that. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't. It's amazing what they can do. And what yeah. they do, the, the, the imagination of these people that design these.
0: Yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty definitely a, definitely an art. Definitely an art. So with that, uh, we, we arrive at our fourth and final beer. Um, and this goes back to Funky Buddha. We're, we're stopping it or ending it at the Funky Buddha Bonita Applebum. Uh It's an American Brown Ale. Uh, it's 6% ABV. It's brewed here in Florida. to Oakland Park. Uh, we talked a little bit about Funky Buddha. We got one of their beers they yeah, recently huh. released. Um, I think this is like the uh, I think this is like the third incarnation of the beer. What was it? Because uh, the first time I went to Funky Buddha, walked into the place, first time experience, um, and the, the the one thing that caught my eye was the a uh, beer named Bonita Applebom. And being that I'm a big hip hop fan, especially Native Tongues Tribe Called Quest, I was like, oh wait a minute.
1: Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was trying. To I gotta try, wait, try there that. there's something there. So there's some wordplay in there. Yes. I so about.
0: I gotta try that. So I tried it. It, it, it was great. It was great beer. Um, I never found it in uh, in any of the stores, but then eventually they brought out this one barrel aged version of the Bonita Apple one which was it was called Muy Bonita. Yes, and it was very. It was very pretty. Um, excellent beer, and then. Uh, and then just recently, they reinvented it, and they made it a, a brown ale with flavors of American pie and whatnot. Hello, uh, American, yeah. American pie. Apple pie. Yeah. American pie. Well, I guess American is apple, has apple brown,
1: pie. Apple pie brown.
0: Yeah. So now they got... That's what they put together now. They've got a DJ on it. I got DJ Preach. I got... I got Porter singing background <laughs> melodies. She wants to get involved with the podcast. She's letting us know that she's really a big fan of the she Bonita Applebombs as well. She so forgot. the pressure's on. See, now Porter yep. enjoys the beer. Okay. She wants Port- to wear As she should. As she with should. a name like Porter. Porter, yes. Yes. It all she comes probably from her, her name. Yeah. Like, like, are you guys earlier. referencing beer without yeah. me on the show? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> so let me know what you think about that one. Ooh. Okay. Definitely a little different. Yeah. The same night that I fell in love with the no crust was when I when they first, when they released that one and I was like oh no crust.
1: Almost. I feel like there's almost a little chocolatey, like a little subtle chocolatey. Really. Something in there. Comes out somewhere. Yeah. A little bit. But it could have been like the shift from, from the last from one, one to the other. From my 420. From the 420 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you got the munchies. Yes. <laughs> Drank the 420 beer and I'm like, I'm craving chocolate
0: and I tasted it in this beer. I'll
1: put the pretzel and I'll try it again. <laughs>
0: there you go. Yeah. But now definitely uh, a quality. I, I like it. I like the the brown ale. I, was a, I became a fan of it. I, I, in other words, no matter the incarnation, of the bonita apple Mom or the Mui bonita or the original one, they're like both, all. all of them are really good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed all of them.
1: Now, do you have any kind of special? I know we're gonna get to the food section next, but do you have? Do you? Are you vegan or anything? No, you no. Know, I will eat.
0: I will. I will eat a vegan dish. I, you know, um, equal opportunity when mm-hmm. it comes to food. <laughs> got it. Especially if it's prepared well. Yeah. Um, so there's no preference, but yeah, I, a little bit of everything. A little okay. bit of everything. Um, yeah, uh, whether it's apple pie, uh, I like gluten. So, yeah,
1: I hear so, you. And I don't, have,
0: I don't have any allergies to gluten, so there's yeah. really no reason why I should eat anything that's gluten free.
1: Right. Bring on the gluten. gluten. But, uh, I yeah. <laughs> just wanted to say, too. <laughs> yeah. We had a We had a guy when I worked with FAU that I used to jack with all the time because he was. He was he had a. He needed a gluten-free diet, and it's like yeah. I always take wheat gluten, man. Hit you every time, and I know it's not right. I don't even know anything about anything. I would just talk about the wheat, the wheat gluten, the wheat and gluten, and the effect they have on our yeah. communities. Yeah. yeah, yes, yes. So, we have to put a stop to yeah. us, the social yeah. injustices. Yes,
0: I'm telling you. So after revisiting with
1: the Benita album still got the still the chocolate still. the... Uh, there's some chocolate there, but I, I can tell you I'm getting a little more of the apple. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so it's it's a sweeter. It's got a little bit of a sweeter tone to it. Okay. I like um, Yeah. So try, try that one. Try <laughs> that one. <laughs> try that one. The um, It's a little sweeter. It's a little sweeter, but it's it's subtle. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. This was like a little really really subtle.
0: Nice beer and nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. We got we got guest test tasters in the crib. There's plenty of beer. We're gonna taste them. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, let's uh let's bring this one to a close. Sean, I just need you a quick rundown, you know, one through four, top to bottom. Uh, the one that kind of left the best impression with you, the one that you, you know, maybe pick up and yeah. you
1: found somewhere. I'm gonna go number one. I'm gonna go with the 420. Okay. Right on time. Yeah. 420. Number two would be the Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Okay. Number three would be the Bonita Apple Bomb. You gotta put me on. And number four would be the Salt Life Lager. There you go. Okay. wasn't bad. Just, it just... There was little, there was other that were solid. better. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Most of the time, people don't complain about beer, especially if you like yeah. drinking beer. You're not going to complain about it. Yeah. Um, so it's just a matter of one being better than the other my peoples you heard it here first sean uh, broke it down he sampled beers he survived the beers um he told you which one was the one he'd always go to if it came down to it and which one he wasn't really feeling but it, it had a place somewhere yeah. it's beer we enjoy it Bruce beast and easter podcast we'll see you guys on the other side Bruce Beats and he's the podcast. We've arrived at the Beats portion of the podcast. I still got DJ Preach with me here, Sean. Um, And this is where I ask. Sean, what are you
1: listening to nowadays? So nowadays, I got to say, I love me some Post Malone. Really? Post Malone, I do. Okay. He's just such an interesting person. I I, I almost get a little uncomfortable watching him in interviews. I I saw him on Jimmy... um, Jimmy Fallon. Not okay. That's going to the, t- the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. And I was almost a little uncomfortable with how, like, he's just different dude, you know? He's like... Yeah. I didn't know if it was, like, a put-on or what, you know? It was like... But it was like... His music is... I lo- it's just... It's just something different. No one else sounds like him. Okay. I think that's one of my big things is, like, for someone to sound different
0: or original considering that a lot of nowadays it seems like a lot of it is uh, it's it's the same
1: fabrication it's kind of like cookie cutter everybody
0: either has the same topics or the same
1: sound yeah i want to be able to hear what you're saying i want to understand what you're saying i want it to not be misogynistic so much you know Mm -hmm. i I like feel good music i like it when like when like i know sunflower came out and you know, on um, the soundtracks of the, soundtrack the, soundtrack the, the uh, Spider Man, Yeah. Okay. And and I was like, wow, it was just, it was just such a it's like I think of music in brightness. Okay. So it's just it's just like, like a bright b- song. It's like a, it just makes me feel it has good. It's a radiation it's a it radiation. Like it sends like a vibe but an aura, you know, it's yeah. like a feel good kind of a song, you know, okay. just a bright song when I listen to it. I just yeah. I sense brightness. And um so I like his stuff. Okay. Yeah so i i guess i've always kind of been drawn to hip-hop a little bit yeah um when i was as we mentioned earlier grew up in delaware southern delaware not really near any major metropolitan area so we didn't get exposed to a lot of um you know the the underground yeah you know so it pretty much if it's not mainstream hip-hop i didn't hear so we had i remember getting the lp of Sugar Hill Gang, okay, you know, Rapids, came yeah, yeah, out, and like spending hours, it's a lot of words in that song, yeah, spending hours like l- listening to the long version and and writing down li- word by word the lyrics <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. however you spell the hip hop, hip to the hippie, you know, whatever, whole, yeah. you know, the whole thing, and just that was my first for it, oh, and it probably was for a lot of people, but yeah, you know, because back
0: then there was no, um. Back then, there was no genius where they would give you the lyrics to it. There was no, no. Google, um, not liner notes. because there's there no, no liner. Turn.
1: It's all on wax. Exactly. So if it wasn't, you know, a huge, yeah, yeah. you weren't getting you weren't any of that. Get, you, had you, you, it were, you, had you had to figure it out. You had to You're figure on it your out. Own. Yeah, definitely. Which was Sugar awesome. Hill Gang, but Sugar Hill Gang, yeah. and then, you know, from there, there wasn't. We didn't get exposed to a lot of that until it be, really became more of a mainstream, probably with the advent of MTV. Really. Yes. Yeah. Um, So unless you know, we weren't getting a lot of you know the big hurt, the you know the Furious Five. We weren't getting you know that like brand new. Yeah, New York City. The cold Crush. No, definitely. I
0: mean, they 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 made these tapes, and you were saying something as to the extended version of the Sugar Hill Gang's *Rapid* *Delight*. Mm -hmm. It's um, back then they would make these tapes or these albums so that you could play at a party and yeah. it would play like throughout it was like the, the whole
1: original night. Like was Like yeah. an original
0: mixtape. Yeah. So th- these songs were pretty long. They're not the uh, yeah. the three minutes and 30 seconds that we've come to know growing right. up or even now where they're even less than yeah. that. Cause uh, um, there's songs out there that are about a minute and a half, maybe breaking yeah. two. Um, but yeah, definitely.
1: So, so my upbringing on music was pretty crazy. You know, it was okay. like, so, you know, I, I remember being in second grade, third grade i would listen to kiss okay uh, listen to acdc you know <laughs> and but it was i was always for whatever reason you know i i always was drawn to hip hop yeah you know to the one i was exposed to yeah yeah and i wasn't exposed to a lot of it you know so eventually when it started to get a little more mainstream you get the you get the uh, the run dmc yeah you get the Houdini, the fat boys you know the stuff you get on the top 40 radio exactly. you know they would do the crossovers so yeah. you get get some of that and if the atmospheric conditions were right sometimes i could get it. that power 99 out of, out of <laughs> philly okay you know and i'd hear that that british accent dana dane come yeah, across yeah. you know i yeah. was like oh, what is that <laughs> yeah. you know i was always drawn Slicky, to that slick rick you yeah know? Slick rick, you know, dana dane um uh, dougie fresh dougie, yeah dougie fresh you know the show you know, I remember borrowing a record, you know, the 33, I'm a buddy of my Kevin Garrison, when I went to high school, and, and, and I was in junior high at the time, and he had, you know, he had this, uh, it was the show on one side, and okay. Lottie Dottie on the okay. other. <laughs> oh my god, man, it, it was like the same thing, go home, yeah. write that
0: shit down. It typically it And awesome. it's typically those two songs on one album, or yeah. the two, Two songs of that caliber on one album. Because remember, yeah. the B side is typically left for that song that it's like that the, yeah. the label doesn't want to push. That they just gotta they gotta fill in the blank. Yes, put yeah. something on the other side and so on yeah. and so forth. But to have two songs of that caliber on one album, yeah, that, yeah, that is crazy. That was awesome.
1: That is probably still know every word for word both of those. Yeah. You know, because I wrote, <laughs> wrote them down. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You know, and, and uh, you know, eventually Houdini, you know, yeah. some of those other groups started coming out and being a little more mainstream. Um, but still, you know, I was, I was I was big into the hair bands, I was like the okay, heavy, the hair band, the little White Snake. My little... brother was Iron Maiden, so I got exposed to that, and I kind right. of get down with the Iron Maiden and Black Sabbath and yeah. a lot of those. Really, kind of very eclectic. And it's still the same. I like Metallica. Yeah. You know all those things. Soundgarden. Some of the some of those. Um, you know the the grunge type yeah, bands. When you that those, it, yeah. you get know, into, Like Nirvana. If I like really the the time when I was in college. Okay. Was when I you know when I hear music that takes me back to then. Yeah. You know there's that 1991 through '95. Okay. Era where. You know, eventually a lot of it started to sound alike, and I kind of lost track of who everybody was. And I yeah. know a song, and I would like, like Pearl it. Jam. Yeah. or but now I I know Pearl Jam. Mm. I know, yeah, I know those guys. I know Nirvana. Yeah, you know, obviously they were very, like, um, I I like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but I feel like a Red Hot Chili Pepper song comes on, I can name that song in three notes. Okay, and I was like, oh, that's okay. the Chili Peppers. I got it. Good stuff, you know. But you know. Maybe it's just because it's their signature, maybe, you know, sometimes I I, I test myself with music sometimes, people like challenge me, they come, like people I have out of town. So I I used to, when I had Sirius XM, I would program like seven or eight channels in, and I would rotate, I would hit, I would, I have this game, I play myself, like if I'm driving long distances, and I would, so I'd have a 70s and 80s and 90s, I'd have like, um, like an old school rap or, you know, not I'm sorry, not old school rap, like um, like uh, classic rock. Okay. I'd have the grunge channel, you know, and like six six key genres that I would yeah. flip through. And I would test myself on how many artists, I didn't have to name the song, I just had to name the artist Yeah. that I could name consecutively without okay. missing one. Yeah, you know, and I and I would try kind to of create some rules. So if I would say Paul McCartney and it was a wing song, I'd give it to me. Yeah, you know, or Andy Gibb, Barry Gibb, but it was BGS. Bee Gees, Bee Gees. I'd give it to myself. Yeah, but you know, and, and so people come into town and they're like, "All right, I'm ready to challenge you." So <laughs> it was just challenge, and I would go through, and I would get like 25, 26 songs straight without missing one. Um, you know, and and I don't know what it is. I don't know. If uh, you know, sometimes it's you know, the effects that they have on the guitars. I was like, I know mm. that's I know that's Angus yeah. Young, I know that's Rick Allen's snare from, from Def Leppard. You wow. know, whatever that's, that's, it a, that's, is, pro, that's almost
0: like a, a producer's uh ear, like that's can, a level of a I can kind of
1: hear it, you yeah. know, obviously the, the vocalist voice, yeah, you pick it up. But you but, said in a couple of notes, just before you hear any words, yeah, you pick up, like, it, yeah. yeah that's that's so pretty dope. I um, you know, so really. Twisted Sister, Quiet yeah. Riot. Um, you know, when I was a senior in high school, I I don't know how I got exposed to it, but two live crew dropped, right? Two okay. live crew, so, uh, we want okay. some pussy. So, yeah. <laughs> like, so that, that drops when I'm a senior in high school. I don't know how I get exposed to it because it's not playing on the radio. And it wasn't coming but, from Philly. Yeah, it yeah. It was coming from Philly. But, you know, that was kind of... When I grew up, you know, that was what I remember, and yeah. for whatever reason, I was always drawn, I wouldn't say it's probably my favorite, but for whatever reason, I've always drawn been drawn to hip-hop, Yeah. and now, um, and regretfully, I think a lot of those key folks like Tupac and Biggie, mm-hmm. um, I probably know more of them as a... Pop culture icon, okay. Then I know from musically, lyrically, yeah, one of those things, yeah, yeah. and that's a travesty. And I need to do better, you know. I, I'm uh, uh, always trying to learn more, definitely about that. Um, but for whatever, you know, it, it became from I know, Nelly, whatever. Uh, Nelly, you yeah. love Nelly. <laughs> I know he hasn't probably haven't dropped anything relevant in a while, yeah. but you know. When I'm drawn to his music because it's so different. You know, it's melodic and you yeah. know, it has a great, it has a great beat. It has a good musical background. It has layers. Uh, he does a crossovers with the country music. I'm yeah, not exposed yeah, to country me. music. A successful
0: one because LL Cool J tried it. It didn't work out so well. LL Cool J tried it really? Yeah, he, he did, did one. It was, crossover? it was called "Accidental Racist." Mm. It was horrible. Wow. Horrible I wasn't <laughs> I aware. Of that one. Horrible. I was a big LL fan growing up. Beastie Boys? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Beastie. No, Boys hey, you can't of, deny yeah. that the skill and the talent that these yeah. LL has and but there's some things that work and some things that don't work. Yeah. But uh yeah. No, definitely.
1: But well, now he gets it done with the Florida Georgia line. He also did one with um Who's the guy that's married to um uh, Oh, you're talking about Blondie? Um Yeah. Gwen Stefani. No, I'm talking about Faith Hill. Oh, is it no, Faith Hill no. married to? He also acts. I can't. Keith Urban. No. Nope. Uh, Toby Hit Keith. It over and over again. He's got a Keith. I think there's a Keith in there. <laughs> it might be a Keith. Uh, yeah, I'll try to figure it out. We can keep talking. Yeah, about no, definitely.
0: I can Google it. Um, but yeah, no, that's it. It is
1: it is funny that there is a uh, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Tim, over and over again with Tim McGraw, which was like the first country crossover. That sounds familiar. Crossover. I think I can over hear that playing in my again. head over and again. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's all in my head. I'm yes. Doing... Okay. Yeah. It was That's like right. the first country crossover, really. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's done it like a couple times since. Yeah. So I like him. I like... Um, I don't even really know much about him, but I feel like every time Tiger's involved in the song... Really? He is freaking hot. You know, like you sure yeah. just don't like the videos? Because apparently no, <laughs> I don't even watch the videos, oh, but know, okay. I, I might have, have to mean, look I, it up that's now. That's I it. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> <have> big trends. <laughs> I, might, I might have to watch yeah, it. That might you know. increase the viewing, the listening. No, right, I, just, I just feel like again when I'm DJing and you drop the you drop the like taste. Yeah, that was a couple years ago, but everybody was bouncing to it. I have to watch it. <laughs> I, 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 I'll be honest, I don't watch a lot of videos. Hey, listen. Yeah. Sometimes it's the only way to enjoy some songs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with that,
0: speaking of videos, speaking of songs, I'm gonna take this moment uh, to take a pause. I'm gonna play a song for you. We'll come back on the other side. You let me know what you think of it. You cool? Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, and with that, that was uh, What They Do, that was the fam. Family, What They Do, uh, off the Substance Abuse album. That was Too Much To Drink. Um, uh, Shout to y'all, my peoples. Um, Orion, uh, Spaz, Thousand, and Sweet Jesus. Those are the four MCs. And um, that was, that's one of their, their drinking songs. That's, that's yeah, the drinking nice. song. Um, yeah. What did you think of the song?
1: It was nice. It took me back a little bit, you know, very retro, very old school, I feel. I liked it. I I picked up some, uh, felt, I was feeling some some Tribe Called Quest in there. Okay. Um, Also, some, I kind of, when it first came on, the first thing I thought of was some Dirty Heads, a little bit, obviously, uh, that was all hip-hop, and Dirty Heads is a little... more alternative okay but um, yeah it was nice i like the uh i like the layers of the production the production was nice yeah it's all there wasn't wasn't any holes in it so it was like it was full it was constant everything Mm -hmm. was full and you know i like all the layers the piano in the background the little the samples were nice in there
0: yeah that goes to show you like the 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 quality of of someone who's a skilled lyricist um that uh they they have their time and they want to make the most out of their yeah. time. So they're not gonna leave a lot of open spaces. There's some. There's a lot. There's a lot of skilled lyricists that will uh, actually write a verse with spaces on purpose, just to kind of. Flip a new style. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, it's like when you got someone that has something to say, they they don't want to waste any. They want to make sure that every yeah, second is really they, efficient. Exactly. Yeah, nice. Especially when you're are dealing with a group with four members, it's like yeah. you want to make you gotta sure get you, your <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. you gotta get your time. in. Exactly. Exactly. But it was a great flow too. It was
1: nice. It was very solid. It was good. It was
0: dope. Solid. Dope. Yeah. yeah. They um actually they just dropped the video for their second single single off the album, which was um sweet things they say you can check it out on youtube the first uh single was ultimate high um substance abuse every song on the album has to do with some type of vice um whether it's money women um the internet they got a pretty interesting um take on the internet and whatnot on one of their songs i think it's called it's called methamphetamines oh, okay there's internet internet yeah. nethanth- nethamphetamines um don't 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 Collection of rappers, MCs from down south, and that's another thing. Is typically down here, you're not used to. You don't typically hear that caliber
1: yeah, of MCs.
0: Nice. A lot of the people that come out of the, you know, the South mm-hmm. mumble rappers.
1: A little bit of mumble?
0: A little bit, yeah. A little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Of <laughs> mumble in the jungle, I guess. Yeah. A little, a little it was mumble. nice though.
1: No. I I, could, I picked up the flair with the jitney. I picked, picked yeah. up the South Florida. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Yeah, yeah.
0: definitely, uh, yeah. definitely dope, dope artists.
1: Some, vo- some vocabulary there that's unique to the, the locale,
0: yeah. Yeah, and, and it's it's understandable. It's your, your yeah. kind of... I mean, you sit with it a couple times and you pick up things every once in a while. You'll be like, oh, I didn't hear that the first time, but I heard, you know, I got it the second yeah. time around. Dope, dope. So you like the what they do. Yeah. Um, you approve, give it a thumbs up. For sure. Um... I think it's time. I think it's time we get into the eats. Okay, there's the nobody, eats. You know. no point I don't get a body much. like this by accident. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sean, Sean likes to eat, but yeah. we're gonna hear more about that on the other side. Bruce right. Beats and eats the podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good food. So what you
0: eating now?
1: Catfish, I had that. brisket, I love that.
0: pizza, love that. Bruise Beats and Easter Podcast. Uh, Old head ed here, still with you. I still got DJ
1: Preach with me. DJ Preach, it's short for appreciate you. It's like I appreciate you. Yes. So funny story behind the origination of that. So working at uh, working at FAU and football there. Mm Um, got to the point where I would, you know, instead of saying thank you, guys, you know, pr- obviously, like as I mentioned, they're like family members, so yeah. I'm always, I always pride myself on being respectful to people. So if someone does for me, I'm gonna show my respect, I'm gonna thank you. Okay. You know, I was brought up that way. Yeah. And, uh, it just came to, you know, I would instead of thanks, appreciate you. Like, appreciate I appreciate you, man. Yeah. You know, I appreciate your help, appreciate you. And, uh, another brother there, um, time nick, nick Sita, another <laughs> former player who came back as a ga okay and uh he kind of shortened it to preach okay so he was the one who shortened it to preach nice. so i you know picked up on preach and uh so that became kind of my thing and and one time when we were you know when this whole thing started at the foundation we were sitting around our conference room table the staff meeting and and uh, we we're talking about, you know, they had a need for a DJ, and I was like, oh, you know, I'll go and play some music, man. I like, I love it, you know, like yeah. people's heads bouncing. And uh, and then one guy Marnino, said, Yeah, you can be DJ Preach. <laughs> so I was like, I like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so Preach and uh Shuff sure, appreciate you, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. With that, yeah. Preach, tell me, what foods do you appreciate? <laughs> I like I mentioned in my little uh, intro, you know, I uh, I'm a meat eater. I'm okay. a meat, meat and potatoes. So anything off the grill, um, but I'm also a little finicky when it comes to some, right. some veggies. Um, you know, I like this. I like the. I I can handle the the standards. The the broccolis. The you know the peppers. There's, there's nothing like. Grilled asparagus. I don't know if you ever had asparagus. You're not lying. Yeah, especially if
0: you you wrap bacon around it. Oh, (laughs) everything's (laughs)
1: better with bacon, now. Come on. You're not Uh, lying. Yeah, preach. Yeah. Uh, So, I would say, um, I try not to eat as much red meat as I used to. Okay. I just from a health standpoint. Yeah. you know, but uh, grilled steak, grilled pork chops, grilled chicken. You know, anything off the grill is money. Yeah. Uh, there's just something about it, you know, off the fire. Yeah. Um, you know, I like that. You know, I, uh, I'm i kind of, when I moved, to, I, I've always been a finicky eater when okay. growing up. Yeah. Onions, my arch nemesis forever. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit in the yeah. pre-meeting. Yeah. But, um yeah, so onions I can't do. I just can't. Onions, especially I especially, think the especially onions, raw. The onions have it out for you. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, the raw onions are, are like, that's a that's a non-starter for me. Really? Um, and, Which is tough being here in South Florida with all the ethnic foods and everything. Yes. You know, it's a Hispanic foods. So yeah, all, black beans you will know, we'll get a couple yeah. of onions, onions thrown in there. also, I have to order everything. You know, I don't want onions, I don't want scallions, I don't want any of that. Because <laughs> um, those are
0: just onions in disguise. Yeah, like, don't they're try
1: just it. a little bit, they're just like... Green parsley with some onion flavor. I yeah. don't know what else yeah. to say about it. You know, you don't accurate. need to add shit to my food for no. color. You know, it's okay. all about taste for yeah. me. Presents. It doesn't have to look pretty. No, nah. It doesn't have to look Cause pretty. Because trust it, me,
0: it's it not going to come out pretty. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it, it can be all one color. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. It's all flavor. It's all about flavor it's for all me. I really like, really really uh robust flavors nice um what temperature do you take your uh, your steak typically uh, i, would, I used thing? to be a medium well I'm more of a medium now okay um so i kind of appreciate that again try to minimize the red meat as much as i can yeah i do the turkey i do you know when we do our taco tuesdays we do the turkey meat the ground the ground turkey um, ground turkey yeah. Um, poor, I'm the other white meat, pork, pork chops, <laughs> yeah. man, oh, I'll get down with some pork chops. Another
0: thing about South Florida is you can't yeah. go to too many places
1: without yeah. running into yeah. some type of pork yeah, dish. Pork. And, you know, being here in South Florida and lunch on the run, Pollo Tropical, that's a freaking <laughs> fast food option. Yeah. Come on! Yeah. They, I should be a spokesperson for Pollo Tropical yeah. as much as I go to Pollo Tropical. Really? Oh my goodness. You just gotta document it now that you can show yeah. it to. I tried. Yeah. I tried. I Literally, I went, I was, uh, I had a health issue okay. a while back, cholesterol, weight, mm. and I went on a diet and I lost like 40 pounds. Oh, congrats. Dropped 70 points in cholesterol. Nice. And I was going to talk, I was going to pull a truck like three to four times a week for lunch. Probably four to five times a week yeah. for lunch and just getting the same thing every day. I never get tired of it. I don't know what it is. It's the brown rice, black beans, and grilled chicken. Grilled chicken. You can't They're beat citrus it. Marinated citrus, marinated, citrus marinated chicken. Citrus marinated chicken. And it's just enough. A little hot sauce, a little salsa. That's vinegar. it. Vinegar is key. Yeah. I get a little pissed off. I go there and they don't have <laughs> vinegar. vinegar. Like, well, uh, <laughs> what kind of establishment is this yeah, that doesn't have that vinegar? Hell. Come on. My people's, my Fill people's. It up. Yeah, Fill it up. come on, it's empty. What's
0: up? Yeah, um, you knew I was coming. I've been yeah, here three. I've every day, twice I come here
1: like four times a week. <laughs> you know, it's no. like a, it's like a eighty percent chance I'm going to be here today. You know, I want to make sure there's vinegar. I hear you. Um, but yeah, so that's, it's kind of it. You know, I like, um, I, I, as I'm getting a little older and a little more conscious about the environment yeah. and, and our children and our children's children. Okay. I Get very growing more and more conflicted about the meat industry Mm, and yeah and I know that um you know our our environment takes a huge hit from the you know the meat industry yeah methane production from the carbon footprint from the yeah uh, it's pretty rough and, and that's tough I I I struggle to think of my life without meat mm. um but i know as technology advances i think they're coming up with some some reasonable alternatives that yeah i think i could get down with the tricky part is
0: and, I, and I'm, all, I'm all with it too i mean if, if anybody introduced more types of food to the it, it, it extends this epi- yeah. it, it extends this segment of the podcast because we can yeah. talk about different yeah. things um <clears throat> It, but you're you kind of run into other situations where I was listening to something recently. I can't remember what it was. Probably another podcast, and um, they mentioned, uh, yeah, you know, they're coming up with all these different, um, either plant-based or or they're these new burgers, whether yeah. it's the Impossible or the Beyond. It's all right. The other side, though, is that it's like it is genetically modified. So yeah. depending on your stance on, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's a great point. Which I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna
1: stop eating it, but. Yeah. So, so my, so it's environmental. Mm -hmm. I was, I've always been a very earthy person. My grandmother and grandfather on my father's side, you know, very in touch with nature. Yeah. They, you know, lived in a log cabin Mm. in Maryland, uh, grew, you know, spent summers there fishing and just walking around and appreciating, appreciating nature. They go out and do bird counts. I mean, my, my, cousin mm-hmm. and my uncle they go out every year they take trips across the country bird counts break that down bird counting so they will go out and now it's unbelievable the amount of knowledge that they have in towards in terms of birds but they yeah. can see a bird know what at least you know a close uh, okay so that's a nuthatch yeah. or that's a woodpecker or that's a some type okay. of sparrow okay. and then it's a matter of figuring out what specific sparrow it is? What yeah. specific the, the what? The genealogy? It is you think yes. or the, the species. I of don't it? know. <laughs> they got sure. it, and they do counts. And so, um, my my uncle um, again, my my father's brother, works uh, worked for the state of Delaware and Department of Natural Resources. Okay, and uh, you know, so he was responsible, or in part responsible, for ospreys at one point were endangered species, All and right. they. Did things to increase their habitats and bring them back, and now they're flourishing all over the East Coast of wow. America. Um, you know, so they've always been very in touch with nature, and um, and so you know, there's the there's the the environment side, but then there's also as an animal lover, yeah, I I'd struggle with you know the treatment of animals that are raised yeah. for slaughter so yeah. that I, I struggle with that as well yeah. and I'm not going to get anybody on a, a soapbox or anything it's just my personal thing yeah. I'm not I'm not telling anybody what to think about you know if you want a steak eat a steak brother I, I'm, I'm good with that yeah uh it's just me personally uh things that I struggle with but um you know yeah so that's that's where I am with okay. that in terms of cool you know but I think it's more so the environment. Yeah. I, I, I really worry about what we're doing to the environment. No, I hear, you. I hear you. We have politicians out there that don't get it or don't believe it or refute, refuse to believe it even though the scientists the all say, to back say it. Up. Yeah. Yeah. So that I struggle with that. Yeah. I struggle with that. And the dude that we got in the White House right now is like completely yeah. like, turning a blind eye and it's unbelievable. It's rough.
0: Yeah, it's, it's rough. tough. It it's tough. rough and tough. But I guess my other question would be... Um, environmentally safe desserts how do you feel about
1: that? <laughs> i can get done with some desserts <laughs> now okay. there's no meat so, dessert yeah. there's the eggs but you know you don't have <laughs> to kill them yeah. and no, get an egg. The you thing. don't have to kill them get an egg so desserts what do you desserts. use here? so what do you gravitate to I, i'm a baker i'm oh, a cook. Really? i've always been a cook nice i've cooked since i was younger my mother my parents got divorced when i was in second grade my mother um you know they so, we, I didn't even know it until later in life. We grew up in, in low-income housing. Okay. And uh, you know, she she, she did a, uh, an amazing job so, of sheltering yes. us from that. And, and maybe it wasn't a big deal then. It is now. Mm-hmm. You know, more so now. Yeah. But um, my mother, in order to make it work for us, worked as an as a registered nurse, an RN, wow. at a hospital. So them hours, them hours no joke. And she worked 11 to 7. What? Yeah. 11 at night to 7 yeah. in the morning. Yeah. And um, so... On the weekends, we were, we're on our own. Hmm. So Saturday, we, she put us into bowling. We started bowling, which we could walk from our apartment to the bowling alley. Okay. So we would bowl on Saturday afternoons from like ass crack of dawn, eight o'clock in the morning, whatever, (laughs) to like one or two in the afternoon. And, you know, so she can get some sleep. Yeah. And then we would go. That's a good strategy. Yeah. Good strategy. But, you know, there's times she's got to sleep and and you got to fend for yourself, you know, And um, so I figured some stuff out, you know, as a, as a second grader, figured out how to make pizza with white bread, ketchup, and a slice of American cheese yeah, and a little sh- garlic salt. <laughs> you know, it yeah, starts from there. I didn't
0: know. I Bro. thought my brother was the only one that did no, that. Yo, shouts, shouts to you, brother Gabe. You found, <laughs> you found
1: a brethren. We found him. Yeah, we have found him, Gabe white <laughs> white bread yeah. ketchup garlic I, salt and american i think that's
0: where i think that's where you added a little flair because he didn't go as far as garlic, garlic salt salt. but yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. put a
1: little bit in i put it in the oven for a little bit and I that was nothing. early
0: that was early pre yeah cooking
1: yeah that was it and i've never been afraid of the kitchen you know i was always been you know i follow directions i can follow a recipe yeah. my grandmother was an amazing cook my mom was a good cook um, so you were around a, a,
0: an influence?
1: Yeah, get and and one of my grandmother's recipes was this orange juice cake. Getting back to your question about what? Getting back to the dessert. So, wow. so wow, orange goodness. juice cake is something my a, a recipe my grandmother handed down. Okay. And I've done a, a few different similarities, and it's it's gone over really well. Really. So orange juice cake is never just- never even heard of orange yeah, juice cake, oh, bro. This is. I orange think, yeah. juice cake. So orange, yeah. so Sounds healthy. The, 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 there's juice. nothing healthy about it, I promise. But you got vitamin C in there, right? There is some vitamin it's C, scurvy. there's some <laughs> dairy. It's
0: scurvy. Your there's leg, some... your leg <laughs> won't
1: fall off on a pirate ship. There's some dairy. <laughs> um, so it's uh, in its true form, in my grandmother's vision, it's a bunt cake. Okay. So it's a regular uh, yellow cake mix. You mix in a, van- a packet of vanilla pudding. Into the cake mix. Okay, and then you just—that's your first wet to the dry. Yeah, yeah. And then you just make the cake to the recipe. From okay. There. Yeah. So it's like really the the pudding like just makes it really 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 moist. Okay. All right. So you cook it, and while that's baking, you create the glaze. The glaze is like orange juice from concentrate, the right. concentrated orange yeah. juice, butter, and sugar. <laughs> Alright, there's where the dairy kicks in. Those are in food bit. groups right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. So uh, and then as the cake is cooling, or actually you pull it out, you cool it, you pop it over, it's the bunk cake. Yeah, it drops and out of the. You this. start drop you put like with a toothpick, you poke some holes in it. Mm-hmm. And then once you have the holes in it and you have your your sugary, buttery, orange glaze. juicy glaze, yeah. you you know, you drizzle that over wow. top and it soaks down wow. into the cake. And it's damn it's so good. You, you know, just the put sweet, me on a mission. Sweet, that might happen soon. Buttery. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. It's yeah, Trez we got a butt
0: pan in here. I know I've seen it somewhere.
1: Now I'm my not, now my I daughter, huge baker. Okay. She I was like I, I 14 year old. She's 14. And baking. Prior to her being 14, I on Thursday nights I planted a Dartley. So, okay. Beer and steel tips. Oh, so you're on point then. Yeah. Beer and steel <laughs> tips. I'll get home like at two in the morning. Yeah. There's one over. This is in the summertime. So yeah. She didn't yeah. have school. I got home like at one, one thirty in the morning. My daughter was up making a cake. All Man. right. So I'm like,
0: oh, uh, see
1: uh. it. i like a little bit of my heart went out. As a ten year old, or maybe even nine, she got. Like a sunbeam mixture for that was what she wanted for like the, or the holiday whatever movie. that big deal yeah know. yeah like you put the, was, the the metal bowl yeah, underneath it str- yeah uh-huh. that was her that was what she wanted for her birthday wow. she got that for her birthday so she was up with that from scratch she makes the whole cake Man. from scratch she did um, she's done carrot cakes. Everything from scratch, the decoration, the icing, really? cream cheese, everything. The cream, the cream yeah. cheese. Your shots she to like, like She's, she's like grating the carrots to make the carrot. I mean, wow. it's unbelievable what she does. She, she I got home like at one thirty. She was up making a cake. I don't know. if She was watching YouTube and got an idea. So yeah, mm, I think I'm gonna make a damn cake. Inspiration gets strike up in the middle of like I'm like. You know i've been playing darts with beer yeah and i'm like all right you just can't so feed I'm that like, to anybody i'm gonna try it out first I, well i wasn't i didn't even eat it i was just oh. helping her clean the shit up because okay. mom was gonna wake up and like <laughs> it's like <"What> <laughs> i was trying to see that mess um but yeah so she, she bakes but we um we kind of took that orange juice cake idea mm-hmm. and created like a cupcake concept uh, and um so we portable. took we made the orange juice cake and then we went a little further, so we took um, we Rind, we, uh, we grated the the orange juice, the peel, and, and, the peel and mm. put it into the mix. Mm. Give that, and then we made with a, a cream cheese frosting that was infused with a little orange oil. Okay, and also some of the of the what do they call that uh, when you shave a little bit of it off. I can't remember what it's called. The um, zest. zest, zest, the orange zest, there you go. and sliced up the peel and boiled it down with sugar to create like <laughs> candied sh- orange peel it covered all as mango. a garnish. Man, wow! We we gave that. We like we get requests for that now. Wow! Yeah, that's next. I, level. Hey, listen, add another request to that list. That's next cause... level orange juice cupcakes right there. Man, it was pretty crazy. It's good though It's really good Wow And it's got the sweet And the saltiness And the butter And Yeah Damn I, You don't enough. have to say Nothing else That's dessert And no animals Were harmed in the making enough. That's it That's it But animal was fed <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I was an animal When I get <laughs> to eat those You're <laughs> like Hey you, you, sure. you get to tear
1: it up You going to tear it up
0: Bear down yeah, on this sure. cake And sure. go to town yeah. Dope DJ Priest Sean yeah. I appreciate you Coming through And sharing these stories With us Um
1: you want to hit them one more time, where they can find you, where they can find the podcast. Sure. Uh, so the podcast is the Fish Tank eighty one uh, on all the, on all streaming platforms. Um, I'm on social media at DJ Preach. That's D-J-P-R-E-C uh, on Instagram. Hit me up. Check me out. Give me a follow. Dope. Dope.
0: We, I, we covered it. I think officially I've checked everything off the list. We got to know DJ Preach. We talked beers, we talked music, and, and we just finished discussing food. And one of the reasons why I have to stop recording now is because you've made me hungry. Um, <laughs> Bruce Bees and Easter Podcast. Ohead DJ Priest, thanks you. Thank you again for coming through, man. It was such a pleasure. Oh man. Big do you. you. Take uh, it easy. Yeah. Y'all know what's up. The outro's on the other side. Stay stay with me and uh and check that out. Peace.